0: Thank you so much for joining with me today. Uh, Let's continue on through the second chapter of Luke, looking at uh, what all occurred when the Lord Jesus Christ was born. In the last episode, we saw that after eight days that he was circumcised according to the law. Remember that? And that he and his mother both were purified. Uh, There's a 40-day period. Verse 22, it said of Luke 2, that when the days of their purification according to the law of Moses was completed, they go up to Jerusalem. And they went to Jerusalem, mom and dad did, to present uh, Jesus to the Lord. Why'd they do that? Well, verse 23 told us why. For it's written in the law, every firstborn male that opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And so they offered a sacrifice, and the sacrifice was according to the law. And it could be a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And that was a sacrifice of the, the poorest of people. Okay, So they sacrificed according to the word of the Lord. Now, verse 25 says this, and there was a man in Jerusalem. So this is while they were in Jerusalem, some things started happening. There was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, looking for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. We learn a lot about Simeon, and we're going to see some really intriguing things about him here. We see that he's righteous. Okay? He's, he does right. That's what it means. Righteous means you're doing right, right before God. He was devout. He's looking for the consolation of Israel. And the consolation of Israel, that speaks of uh, that he's looking for Messiah. He's looking for the one that's anticipated to come. And it says that the Holy Spirit was upon him. Now, Quite often you'll hear people say, well, in the Old Testament time, the Holy Spirit would come upon somebody and then would leave. It would come and leave, but it was never within them. That's not exactly right. That's not exactly correct. You see that a lot. But you see that the Holy Spirit came upon David and dwelt with David and was with David and in David, King David. Well, here the Holy Spirit was up on him because you're still under the Old Testament time. You're still in the Old Testament covenant. Verse 26 says this, And it had been revealed to him, to Simeon, by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And so the Spirit of the Lord had told Simeon that he would see the Messiah, that he would see the consolation of Israel, that he would see what God had planned, and this would happen before Simeon died. So in verse 27, it says this, And he, Simeon, came in the Spirit into the temple. So you see a little threesome thing right here, what the Spirit had done. The Holy Spirit was upon Simeon. The Holy Spirit had revealed to Simeon that he would not see death until he saw the Lord's Christ. The Lord's Christ. That's an interesting phrase, isn't it? And then we see that he came in the Spirit into the temple. In other words, the Holy Spirit led him, instructed him, and brought him into the temple. So here he is, the Spirit upon him, empowered by the Holy Spirit, the Spirit guiding him, he comes in the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to carry out for him the custom of the law, then he took him into his arms and blessed God and said. So here's Simeon, he's in the temple. He's led there by the Spirit. Did he know why he was there? Okay. In other words, had the spirit clued him in? I think so, because the spirit had revealed to him they wouldn't see death, but now the spirit's leading him in the temple, and apparently he's looking around. He's paying attention. So Jesus comes in being with his parents, obviously Jesus is only forty days old, right around there. And when he comes in to carry out the custom of the law, okay, to present him as the firstborn. Then Simeon saw him, and Simeon went over and grabbed. Now Jesus would not have been the only child that would have been coming in for this thing. The Spirit revealed it to Simeon. So what does Simeon do? He blesses God. Now listen to this blessing. This is Luke chapter two, verse. Um, well, let me start twenty-eight. And he took him into his arms and blessed God and said, verse twenty-nine. Now Lord, you are releasing your bondservant, to depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. He gives thanks to God and he blesses God by declaring this. And he says, Lord, you've released me now. You have, according to your word, you have allowed me to see your consolation. Can you imagine realizing that the consolation of Israel, that the Messiah of all the Gentiles, he quotes the Old Testament passage in verse 32 a light of revelation to the Gentiles? That goes back to the promise that God made. Abraham in Genesis 15, and you say in the prophets and Isaiah and other prophets that it would be a light of revelation to the Gentiles, to the nation. So it's a light of revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people. The Lord Jesus was the glory of the people of Israel. And here Simeon is holding him in his hands. Can you imagine? Well, it doesn't end there. Verse 33 says this, And his father and mother were amazed at the things which were being said about him. They knew who Jesus was. They knew what God had called them to do, what God had told them. But they're receiving understanding, and they're amazed by this. Verse 34, and Simeon blessed them. So he blessed Mary, and he blessed Joseph. And he said to Mary, his mother, Jesus' mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and for a sign to be opposed to, and a sword will pierce even your own soul, to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. The Lord is speaking through Simeon right here, and he's speaking some things to Mary. In other words, this isn't going to be all hunky-dory. That this child is appointed for the rise and fall of many in Israel. Those of Israel are going to have to make a decision. Are you going to believe this the Messiah or not? He is going to be a sign that will be opposed. This child will be opposed, and boy, do you know? Do not see that in Jesus' life. And then he says this, a sword will pierce even your own soul. And you see that with Mary. You see her pondering things. You see her wondering about things. Okay, But he says this, to the end that thoughts from many hearts may be revealed. That's the whole point, that the, the status of the heart will be revealed. So why did Simeon say this to Mary and not to Joseph. Never wondered about those kind of things because he doesn't say he blesses Joseph. More than likely, it's just a simple thing that these, these type of things, the, the opposition, the piercing of the sword and all that would take place in Jesus' life when he was an adult. And more than likely, Joseph had died by then. We don't have any account of Joseph after uh, Jesus being 12 years of age. And so more than likely, the Lord had taken him on at that time. Simeon was allowed to see the consolation of Israel. He spoke forth the word of the Lord, prophesying about Jesus, what he's going to do, speaking forth the word to the mom and dad, (laughs) speaking forth the word to us also, that Jesus himself is a revelation of the Gentiles and the glory of the people of the Lord. Amazing stuff. I'll see you again next time.